start slamming that shit hard so it was like all down my cheeks and down my stomach and I just slammed the door up and I'm like, the fuck you want? They don't, they don't talk to us, which is what I wanted. What? I wanted what? fucking quiet, man. The fuck y'all want? <laughs> oh, man. Like my other neighbor too. Like we were, I was looking at him, he's looking at me. He's like, I feel like I know you. I'm like, I feel like I know you too. And then he just pauses, like, Are we enemies? And I'm like, I don't think so. Man. Like we'd run into each other at the gun shop a couple of times. That's how we knew each other. But just that fucking question. Man. I'm not gonna lie to you. The, ne- the next time I'm, I'm like make eye contact with someone, like, I know that guy. And he's like, I know you too. Are we enemies? Are we enemies? <laughs> just I'm just gonna ask you. Just oh oh god. It feels so good! That's it so feels nice. so good! That's just a piece of America right there. Oh, fuck. You can hear the plastic in that Glock, man, compared to like the M1 hey, and the 45 and then the plastic. Like, you hear it. My gun was made before plastic was invented. Dude, that's one thing I like about this. No rattle, <laughs> surprisingly, from a 45. Nothing. <laughs> what are you? Who makes that 45? All right, All right ladies and uh, gentlemen, welcome. It's Rock Island, but it's not bad. Huh. It's not. It's not. Ladies and welcome back to Bob Takes Beer Bellies. I, I usually have a really awesome opening quip, and I, I've got nothing today other than we've got Richard Gassett, Lord of Beards, yeah. and and I'm, my man Tyler Durham, who's been working all day on his comrade gun, the AK-47, which I just want to say is beautiful. Well, and not right now. It's pulled apart. I just want to point out that you're fixing it with literally a hammer. A hammer and, and punches, yes. I think that's awesome. Dude, if you could find a way to incorporate yeah. a sickle into that, that'd be perfect. Oh, my God. Oh. You know what? I'm going to mail you a sickle for your... I'm, I'm just going to give you a whole Soviet flag for Christmas. How about that? I don't think yeah, you can put a sickle that. in the mail, though. Let's not, let's not go there. I yeah, bought Let's not, let's not bring the red medicine. Right? The AK's, my AK is Bulgarian, so it's cool. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, Russian. Yeah. Oh, it's Bulgarian. Oh. Okay, it's Bulgarian. Yeah. Diet Russia. Okay. Diet <laughs> Russia. <laughs> Soviet light? Cool. So light. <laughs> L-I-T-E. Yeah, L-I-T-E. Comrade Crystal. Yeah, Crystal Light. Crystal Light. Comrade Light. Uh, so I bought, I'm not going to lie to you, I brought German beers today because I just found out, by the way, my new base has an incredible beer selection. And the whole place, the whole place is, is it's like a bottle barn. It's huge. It's amazing. Well, I like that. And, yeah, right? You like that? Name. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll still... I would still say toe-to-toe, man. Uh, every naval base I've ever been on, that they'll take you on the alcohol selection. So I went to I went to San Diego's uh, naval base, San Diego, whatever that's 32nd called. 32nd Street, North Yeah, Island. the big one. 32nd. Um, yeah, and this one's about, I want to say it might be bigger. If my memory They're serves. They're money, man. It's been, it's been five years, but if memory serves, it's huge. It's huge. We also, yeah. It's huge. There's a lot of rank here. Anyway, today we're going over Nazis and the occult. We're taking a yes. break from uh, MK Ultra. We uh, we got a little paranoid that the feds were coming for us. And honestly, that's just a really heavy subject about people getting stolen, brainwashed, and, you know, like coma tortured. Is that a good way to put it? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Coma I mean, in tortured? all fairness, I wasn't, I wasn't really sleeping either. I was doing way too much research. Like, I was having <laughs> no. really fucked up nightmares and stuff, so I needed to take a break from it. Rich you is were, just rocking were, like, in his legit. chair when he's at work. <laughs> legit oh, man, I was. Like, I was in a dark place. People like, you good? And I'm just like kind of like just disassociating, staring. Like I've got a needle in my fucking thumb. I'm just like, yeah, why? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear the choppers. Charlie's in the wire. <laughs> 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 the trees speak Vietnamese. Uh, yeah, I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees, but for some fucking reason, they speak Vietnamese. <laughs> That's a Vietnam era that. joke. All right, welcome back, everybody. Vietnam era limerick. Limerick. Oh, look at you being educated. Oh, <laughs> That's a stretch. Welcome back, everybody. Especially <laughs> the one guy who's listening to us in Honduras. We really appreciate you, bud. Yeah, As, man. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, like, like, what a viewer. I didn't expect us going international, and here we are. It's kind of cool. I'm still waiting yeah. for the day that we go and check in on our uh, analytics, and France is just gone. And they're like, <laughs> no, we're fucking... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, if I we mean, ever make, I, like... Two reasons it won't surprise me. I fucking always rip on the French, and that's just kind of yeah. what they do. I'm actually just... going to a wedding in France next year, and I'm really excited because 
I asked him, I was like, what would you like me to wear? And he goes, uh, for the actual wedding, you need to wear a suit. And I was like, okay, what about the reception? And he was like, for the reception, wear whatever you want. So I've been Googling American flag suits. Um, and you best believe I'm going hard in there. Nice. As the only okay. American at this, at this, uh, at this wedding. It's going to be great. Nice. I'm excited. I'm proud of you. He's excited too. His, his, his wife is not, but she doesn't speak much English. So I don't think she knows what's going on really. <laughs> anyway, I don't think you need to speak English to understand someone's wearing an American flag in your country. <laughs> she, <laughs> she'll see it. She'll see it when we get there. She'll figure it so, out. So this is. This this subject has been covered a thousand times. There are thousands of movies that are that have been all over it, and uh, Nazis in the occult. For those who don't know what the occult is specifically, how, how would you how would you guys define the occult? And I'm I'm going to actually Google the actual definition. I'm actually going to quote Henry Zabrowski on this one because I think he describes it best. Like I've done, I've watched a lot of documentaries, read a couple books, listened to a few podcasts, but the way he described it was ooky kooky bullshit. Yeah, wow, that's a good way. This is Henry Zabrowski from a uh, last podcast on the left. Yeah, yeah, and and awesome a couple other like shows on Adult Swim. I mean, they do a really good job breaking it down too, and that's where I got a lot of the information that I'm going to bring into it. But yeah, when when he no, it wasn't Ookie Dookie's Ookie Spooky bullshit. That's what it was. Oh, Ookie Spooky that's the bullshit. Occult. Yep, that's actually a lot a lot better than what you know Dictionary.com brings us is supernatural, mystical, or magical beliefs, practices, or phenomena. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Ookie, spooky bullshit, you know? Yeah. It's 100%. The main ringleader of all this was none other than Heinrich Himmler. Who, yeah, he was kind of a nerd. Oh, Well, that's 100% the thing, man. They were all nerd. fucking nerds. Yeah. yeah, dude. Super nerds. And, and the, the one thing I really hate about this about this whole thing is that is that we'll, we'll get into it. We're really, really deep diving here. Is that uh, a lot of people want to say that, like, Hitler got in power, suddenly Nazis were there, and suddenly they were persecuting everybody. That's not how they worked. No. And the occult had a huge problem, or not a problem, but like, 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 uh, it fed the whole Nazi ideal, like the anti-Semitism and the lesser species and all this kind of stuff. Because, and that all started like a hundred years. It started in the 19th century, in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah man. Like you know. Basically shortly after World War I. No, yeah, well, World that, War that's I. when Actually, it you're really right took World off. World War I. Yeah. That's yeah, it, was when, a, it was the, a common thing. Yeah, the, the aristocracy Europe. had been into it for a while. Yeah. Everyone that that made the decision, they had been into it for a while. And then it really took off during after World War One because a lot of people were disenfranchised with their yep. religion after World War One. I. I mean, I would be too. If you're if you're basically saying, Hey, we've been living by these strict standards my whole life and now, you know, and, and God's supposedly gonna look down on us, what in the hell did we do to deserve World War One from a religious aspect? You know, I'd be kind of disenfranchised too with, with with God and Jesus. Yeah. You know, and I would be looking for other things to fill that gap. And a lot of what they chose was the kind of stuff that that which unfortunately a lot of people are uh, choosing these days as well is a lot of the uh, the old Nordic traditions like Thor, Freya, like that that those older species uh, of of peoples apparently like the gods and the elders, the the supposed. Uh, pre-races like uh, the Aryan race which does not mean white people it actually means a whole different race by the way for people who don't know that yeah um, it just got co-opted <clears throat> sorry got co-opted into white people absolutely absolutely and and, and that's which, which they, that wasn't what they were thinking they were thinking back in the day of like mud people and they're not talking like not a racist term but mud people like people who literally came out of mud along with lungfish you know like different and then, the, yeah, the, the evolution that they had, they had this idea of evolution, but nothing to back it up. And so they were just making up species of people, and they came up with Aryans, and they came up with, with these, the, the Luminars, which were basically like these just, just balls of light that would that coalesced into people. Oh, or yeah. maybe they made it with lungfish and mud people and made people who made the next, you know, generation. There's a whole thing on it, and uh, which we're not going to get into because we're just going to touch on the fun, the fun facts. I mean that can be kind of fun because one of the seven races was also the Atlanteans. The Atlant well, that is true. Yeah, one of the one of the seven races they were talking about were the Atlanteans, which is they were giants. <laughs> yeah, but through which is, um, like mixing their genes with the quote unquote mud people, um, they ended up losing their psychic powers and hence the city fell and became completely submerged. I mean, it's, it's again ooky spooky bullshit. It's crazy. That's I love it. It's it, 
Also, with the uh, Atlanteans, fun facts, if you want to know how giants come about and are reproduced, apparently, uh, due to uh, folklore, it is by eggs. And then you would swim over the eggs and fertilize them in mass, like fish. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, nothing like being a dad of one, like dad of 1,000 giants. I believe none of what you're saying, but keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool, because I kind of I don't believe anything I'm saying either. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's that's the beauty of this. Like, it's, I mean, th- this conspiracies and, w- and what we're about to get into is really just, like, one of the greatest forms of lore that exists. It, I mean, mm-hmm. some of it, there's definitely some truth that somewhere in the beginning of it, and just throughout years, it's, it's just become this incredible story, this fantastic story that's still being told, and, and, and trying to find where the truth has been lost in translation is part of the fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's yeah, well put. Yeah, that was that was actually really well put. I'm not even not even gonna lie. That was kind of stole that's everything right. I had to say for the next segment. No worries. Oh, but that's man, all right. That's a that's a phenomenal segue into Richard Gassett because he's he's got really cool, neat stuff to talk about on this. <laughs> oh man, yeah. There's there's a bunch of stuff that I plan on bringing up. I mean. But at the same time, like we're we're trying to stick to like more like a free flow thing this time. We don't really have an outline like we normally do. We don't really no. have a single person hosting it. It's yeah, just kind of run for it. See yeah, we uh, like we said earlier, or Devin said earlier, we just kind of want to take a break from the, the yeah. just the mental drain that was MK Ultra and just get into shit that's just bonkers, just absolutely out there. I believe this is the official term of bonkers. Yeah, because mm. people actually believed it. The yeah. hierarchy believed it. The people in the entire, entire country 100% believed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, prior to the rise of the Nazis, that was, like, a no. common thing, was people believing in the occult in Germany. Yeah. No, that was it was fun. It was popular. It was yeah. it was, it was was to think that, you know, like, Madame Blavansky's uh, masters and all that kind of stuff, and then her... Uh, her view of the, the Aryans and the... This, was it the seven... Not the seven species. The seven... Um, like the predecessors to, to people, um, they, you know, they took it and they perverted these ideas into something that they could use and wield. And what's funny is a lot of that actually kind of mirrored, uh, mirrored Christianity in, in certain ways. Oh, yeah. And so it was easy for a lot of people to adopt it and keep rolling with it. You know, like we have one central, one central God who, who would be your one central God if you were in, in an Aryan race. Who's tall, blonde, and all powerful? If you were thinking of the Marvel movies, mm. who would you be America? thinking of? Oh, Thor. Damn. Thor. Yeah, yeah. good. Close. So close. He's one of the Chris's. You, you said one of the Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Captain America would have been a, a very good Nazi. But absolutely yeah. not. I don't think Thor no. would have been either. No, no, I, I don't think so either. No, but that was the ideology, or like the not the yeah. ideology, but the representation that they were going for rep- with the area. The representation. Like, these crazy bastards went all the way back to Vol, like the Norwegian yeah. god, um, mm-hmm. and uh, right right before the the was it theo theolism theology theolo- theologi- 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 theology theology theology. No, it was the name the of the actual religion that the, the Nazis adopted. The, the, I can't remember the name. Um, but essentially before that, uh, Germany was, was essentially a massive hippie country. They were going back to their pagan roots. People were becoming vegetarians and they were kinds of freedom. And uh, they were, well, basically, I mean, they were living under the protection that their country was infallible. They could never lose anything. And then World War One happened, and, well, they lost. So, I mean, everything that they... Mm-hmm. This, this is essentially every cult that exists... None mm-hmm. of them understand how the end game needs to work. Like, what happens? How, how do you continue this without being a, ever proved wrong? And uh, a, a lot of the, I hate to say this, but a lot of the good cults, they figure out a way to keep pushing that so that people will stay longer and longer. The bad ones, i.e. Jonestown, Heaven's Gate, um, the Children of God, things like that. They, they fucked up by putting a finite thing on it, just like the, yeah. the Kaiser did with World War One. He was like, we're the best, we can never lose. And then they fucking lost. And Germany was shattered. Like, the people were shattered. They were looking for anything to help them out. And that just so yeah. happened to be a the little brown-haired, dumpy midget. By the way. Yeah, yeah theosophy. Theosophy. Yeah. yeah, it was a power vacuum that had to be filled, and this is what filled it. 
Yeah, man. Everybody was shattered. Like, all the, the jocks and stuff were beat from the war. All the smart yeah. people had no idea where to turn. And some little jackass nerd named Adolf Hitler came out of nowhere and was like, check out these magazines. That's, that's yeah. another fucked up thing. This all comes from sci-fi magazines that were very yeah. anti-Semitic. And he was going around during World War One in the trenches and shit just showing these to Nathan people like, check out my views on race. And they were you like... You watched the same documentary I watched today, didn't you? I did, yeah. Hitler and the Occult. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Like I said, man, I, I put 50 hours in this thing. I watched a lot of different shit. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. I mean, seriously, the whole Nazism party was created by pamphlets. Yeah. Everything yeah. was back There's then. There's a bunch I mean, of nerds have Twitter. hanging out in back rooms of magazine shops and shit mm-hmm. after the war because they didn't know what to do. Well, that and Wagner. Yeah. Well, Wagner, yeah. yeah a little Go on about Wagner. Hitler. Yeah, a little 15-year-old Hitler when uh, he... Big you heard of Wagner, Wagner. It just it it hit him so passionately. He just knew through Wagner that he was going to be the next herald for Germany. And when he went on some field trip, he actually got like through bitching and moaning, which you're, you'll find out throughout this is that's how he got a lot of his shit accomplished. Um, he managed to get a, an opportunity to go into Wagner's room, and apparently that's when he had this vision that he was going to be the the shepherd that led Germany out of where they were at and into their technical new world order. Um, yeah, and basically be like the main superpower of the earth. Like this is no bullshit, man. Fucking Wagner and sci-fi comics that were anti-Semitic is what created the Nazi yep. party. Dude, yeah, it. Fucking. I, I don't want to. I don't want to paint the German people as a pathetic people or, or people that or, or, or just those who were who were uh, Nazi sympathizers at the time as as. I don't want to paint the fact that I'm sympathetic, but if you look at their situation they were in. The country could not produce enough anything. They had to import it. They didn't have, and this is after World War One. they didn't have money either because they were still paying off every other country in the world. Every other country. From World War One. Yep. And so they couldn't buy it. They couldn't make it. Everything's destitute. We always see Germany as this like powerhouse of a world that we see, like modern first world country that we see now today. It's not like that. It wasn't like that back then. Back then, it was, you know, pert near Brazil. You know, there were murders at, going on everywhere. There was anarchy. There was, you know, you know, no, if you didn't want like what a cop had to say, you just killed him, and then you just kept going. And, and there wasn't enough, you know, cops on the police force to enforce anything because they didn't have any money. Yeah, it was. From it was like nineteen nineteen to nineteen thirty. It was just like the, the wild west for lack of a better. Absolutely, thing. it was the whole country beast. was yeah, destitute. It was a whole generation. Yeah, it was the Middle East. And, and and everyone's sitting there wondering, like, what can we do to fix it? And there was, you're right. There was a huge power vacuum. And whenever you leave something, you leave a whole people that destitute, this extremism stuff starts looking more and more appealing because it's going to take something extreme to get you out of there. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were thinking. And then all of a sudden Hitler comes around with that wicked, wicked mustache that didn't extend to the edges of his nose. You know why? Uh, no. So Hitler actually had like a handlebar mustache in the First World War. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in order to get a good seal for the gas masks on their faces, they had to clip their mustaches. So he clipped his mustache to his, what would become his famous mustache, to fit a gas mask on his face. Yeah, I mean, the same wow. reason why still in today's modern military we can't have beards, quote-unquote. That way we'll have a proper gas mask seal. It's a true story. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. why I can't grow a beard. That's why I can't grow a beard. Definitely not genetics. Yes, blame that. Gas, gas, gas. Man, if I die, I die. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel these days. I hate chemical warfare. That's well, oh, that yeah. scared me. Stuff what I hate is how a, a a little tiny dumpy shithead named Hitler, again, um, ended up... Adolf at that time. Adolf. Yeah, how he tried using... Actually, I don't want to say he tried. I personally believe that he succeeded... And some of the largest chaos magic rituals ever I knew created. You were going to say that. Ever done by I, mean, I had you were to. Gonna go that way. I had to, man. We're talking about the Nazi. I was going to say it, so I'm happy you did. Yeah, I mean, so. For, for those down, who don't know, what is chaos magic? Oof. That's going to You know what? To, to the Google machine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be have to be a whole new episode, man, because I feel like one of those, it's like as soon as you pop, it's like Pringles, man. You're going to pop the top and you're going to blow through it and feel like shit afterwards. It's. It it's, is. So Wikipedia says. It is sometimes referred to as success magic 
or results-based magic. Chaos magic claims to emphasize the attainment of specific results over the symbolic, ritualistic, theological, or otherwise ornamental aspects of other occult traditions. Okay, so with that fresh in your mind, think about the Nuremberg rally. The fact that there were 300,000 swastikas present during that rally. That was not a symbol at that point, it was a sigil. And unbeknownst to everyone that was gathered there, they were partaking in this ritual to, and this is where the occult really gets into it. Are you ready for this, Devin? I know Tyler knows what I'm about to go into. The demonic possession of Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Oh, I'm in. I like that. Okay, so... So the one thing I can contribute here is I know that the swastika was pointed the swastika was was pointed the wrong way. The points yes. were pointed the wrong way. To and that was to if they were pointed the opposite direction, it was to scoop up good luck and bring it to the center. But the the way that they're pointed is to scoop up bad luck. Not necessarily. I mean, yes and no. Uh, it's just like any kind of symbol that's already intact. If you take it and you reverse it then you reverse what it stands for. So, like, take, for instance, the cross. Um, that's just your standard symbol of Christianity. It's supposed to mean, like, God, love, all that shit. Sure. But if you take it and you put it upside down, it becomes a symbol of the Antichrist. Yep. So what they were doing is they were taking the swastika, which was used in a lot of, like, Egyptian things, uh, Islamic things, Buddhism, Taoism, yeah, Buddhism uh, religions like that, right? which stood for a symbol of good, and by uh, just literally flipping it and then putting it on a 45-degree axis, you were tainting everything it stood for and making it now supposed to stand for the exact opposite which well, so if the if the swastika was supposed to be there to create good in the world by switching it making it backwards it was to destroy and cause death right and what was the dual society's fucking symbol oh man the swastika. yeah the swastika it um, was like the original swastika for the germans i mean the, it wasn't the, the original society like he just said Thule. the thule society yeah thule? oh yeah thule t-h-u-l-e like, like the Thule boxes that we put on top of our, but it was yeah, yeah. Thule's, Thule's so society. these guys were the, society. the first of the quote unquote modern Aryans. They were to be a part of the Thule society. You actually had to be able to date your pure Aryan bloodline all the way back to what eight. Some you had to prove like, like a, a certain amount of generations of like six hundred something years lineage. Yeah, Whoa. lineage. Yeah, man. which is also funny because Hitler was not pure. His he grandfather wasn't. is on his mom's side. Was Jewish. Oh, yeah. yeah and was, every yeah. single thing that he yeah. stood for, everything like, that he was looking for in the Aryan race, he was not. I mean, he was the exact. But then again, <laughs> like, that's the best thing about starting your own club. Like, if, let's say I want to start a club for people that are, you know, six foot and higher, but I'm not. I, I can get away with that because I'm the leader. Right. Yeah. Or I'm demonically possessed after yeah, because he was ritual done at a Nuremberg rally. He was 5'10, 150 pounds. He was a dumpy little shit. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say that until I'm blue in the face. Dumpy little shit. <laughs> and that's another thing too like right. I'm hoping DLS. through DLS. this episode yeah <laughs> I'm hoping through this episode we can actually remind people that happen to listen to this that he was not a supervillain and he was a supervillain but he wasn't he was, he was not anything that was not ordinary he was a human being he was yep. a nerd he was a massive piece of shit yeah um, these were people that were the, the people that you see that knew Naruto running around in high schools and stuff, you know. <laughs> the Naruto run with I'm your arms behind your back? To, yeah, I'm not trying to misalign anyone here. It's just that those those nerds that everyone grew up with, everyone knows that nerd, he was just the one that found a way to finally be heard and then just attack every bully or every symbol of a bully he'd ever had growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a phenomenal orator. And, and no one oh, yeah. in this world can deny that. I don't care who you are. If you're out there, if you've ever sat down, go, just Google a, a speech from Hitler. And I'm not going to lie. I've listened to it a few times. I don't speak German. Um, but it gives Deutsch. you chills. The, yeah, the, the way... Sprechen uh, Sie Deutsch? No. Yeah. Deutsch. Uh, yeah, you would start out with like a speaking voice and then slowly raise yeah. up his voice and get louder and louder and louder and people say... Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah, take you for a ride. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He knew what he's doing. And oh, absolutely. Fact, his, uh, his vocal coach is actually Jewish. What? Of course. Again! It's fucking... Yeah, this, it's all just... It, wow. It's Yeah, no. It's and, and he, he had a whole lot of hypocrisies. Like, he hated drug addicts and that kind of stuff, and then come to find out, he's getting pumped he's full addicted of... addicted to meth. Meth and cocaine and heroin. No, it was meth, heroin, and... Uh, 
Mercury. Was he on heroin? I thought he was more of an upper guy. Oh, no. The, so the uppers were for the day, but then he couldn't sleep, so then he was getting heroin for nights. You know why he couldn't sleep? I'm going to bet it was the meth. It's because he had a micro penis. <laughs> oh, Imagine laying in bed with that. Like, what, what am I going to do? I can't do anything. Yeah, when you're laying in bed and you're I'd, just like, I would have to with take like some shit to go to sleep, too. The dark room in your thoughts, and you're just laying there, and you know, you just know that there's a millimeter dick down there, and you're just like, yep. ah, nine. Nine, nine, nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he has a micro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so going back to it's like still the, the birth of the Nazi party as we know yeah, it. We got off track. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to happen a lot on this one. But going back to that, when the SS was created, even the symbol of the SS were actually um, the they were they were Nordic runes that put together stood for what was it? Death and victory. Um, the, the Hitler Youth wore the single S. The, uh, the, the SS wore the double lightning bolts. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they had their rings that they wore. The SS wore the death skull the rings. Yeah, those, those had runes on them. They had specific designs. And every single thing about these people was pageantry. It was uniforms, pageantry, ritual, runes. Like, yep. this is very... Today we would call it Wiccan or, or something like that to like the uninitiated, but this this was chaos. It was chaos magic in its finest. Um, it even went so far as there, and and this really it's kind of hard to substantiate because I mean I've heard a lot of speculation about it, but uh, Aleister Crowley was actually involved with some of this stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. For those people listening that don't know who Aleister Crowley was, first off, listen to some Black Sabbath once in a while. You know, educate yourself. <laughs> and the uh, the two, he was the magician um at least of the of the 19th 20th century this guy was the the dude he performed multiple rituals many many times he had a pretty sizable following read a few books um definitely worth looking into pretty interesting guy um apparently he could completely sit on a road cone hang on hang on hold on you can't just <laughs> exactly what he means. Uh, yeah, just no. Nah, I don't. I don't know about that. But uh, there was a lot of um, giant ass, giant ass. Yeah, giant ass, just, and a lot of. Uh, he. Go he on. loved receiving gifts. Oh, put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, nothing wrong with that. It's just that was his thing. You know, like interesting. Just a be sitting there talking. He's like today. He's like some British dudes. Like today, we shall talk about. Uh, how are you going to make the moon bigger? <laughs> <laughs> I just, just so you, you talk about you talk about magicians, man. You got me all messed up. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like you, you, we we said we we're going to talk about the Nazis and the occult, man. It's fucking no. Here. Yeah. Okay. So so Heinrich Himmler, <laughs> who for those who don't know who Heinrich Himmler is, he he was the orchestrator of the Holocaust. It's he was the weird. one who who Hitler was like, hey, I need these people dead. Can you make it happen? And Heinrich Himmler was like, hell yeah, I can make it happen. And he started murdering Jews and, and Romani and Soviets. And, and we all know that he was exceptionally talented at it. Just because he was a fucking chicken farmer before all this went down. He had a degree in agro, agronomy. Agromony. There we go. Yeah, it's His entire wait, profession before he got into the sick, sadistic shit that he did was mass production and killing of livestock. And then... Yep. And this is extremely crass to say, or or not crass, but very, it's a hot topic. Hopefully people don't want to fight back on this, but he literally took what he did from chicken farming and the sick yeah. fuck was able to put it straight into humans. He saw no yes. difference between a farm nope. of chickens and a farm of people. He, no, he was completely disassociative of it. They all were. All, all, all of the, anyone that was in charge of, and you can, you can actually read this and we have recordings of it, of, um, Everyone that was in charge and in in the process of extermination of the of the Jews and such, the Holocaust, they would talk about them as units. Like we disposed of a thousand units today, we got rid of a thousand units today. You know, we worked through a thousand units today. Those units are people. You know, they didn't call them people. They didn't say Jews. They didn't say Romani. They didn't say Soviets. They said units, and they would call and, and they would. And, and there was various other names, but they all pretty much meant the same thing. Like we went through a thousand points today. We went through a thousand units today. We, we you know, we we're up fourteen hundred, 
and you're like, oh, we're up. Okay, okay, well, yeah, we're down, we're down two thousand, and we need we need another two thousand in order to meet production, and and they mean people. They would never refer to that, and and he did the exact same thing. Heinrich Himmler did, um, but he took it to a whole new level because he he was also insane. By the way, he completely one hundred percent. I'm not saying he believed in Atlanteans. I'm saying that he actively sent out search parties for Atlantis. Yeah, oh, no, he Atlantis, was he was the, very the much boss. involved in mysticism. Oh yeah, the lost yeah. city of Lemuria. Uh, Lemuria um, he yeah. performed rituals in castles in Germany, trying yep. to to inst- like bring back the old gods to ask them for help. Like this guy was batshit crazy. Yeah, and I don't like to say that about him, but he was legitimately fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. he was behind that uh, the 1938 to 39 German expedition in Tibet, where they were trying to like basically prove the origin of the Aryan race from like Indo Europe was. Hitler's idea, or not Hitler's idea, I'm sorry, Himmler's Himmler. idea. Yeah. Wasn't Himmler also the guy that went down to Antarctica he, to make that deal with the Draco reptilians? We don't talk about that. <laughs> one day, one day I'm going to get to talk about Draco reptilians. I'm, and you're gonna just going to, I'm going to watch the life drain from your fucking eyes on this FaceTime. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> going to need something stronger than the beer, but Rich, I'm in. Yeah, you know what, Rich? One day we're going we're gonna to have whiskey and, whiskey and reptiles. Oh man, Let's I'm gonna it. be sitting here just sliding. You know the fucking reptiles. Like they you know, snake people. They, they take our they make fear and they turn it into a great goo, and that's how they survive. <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen Queen Elizabeth with a sandwich? I fucking think so. <laughs> just pass, pass out drunk. You ever seen the her last eat? thing I get out? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, uh, he was he was he was nutso supremo, nutso supremo, and he was raised Catholic, which which boggles my mind. But like I said late, like I said earlier, he and, and he actually documented this. He was completely disenfranchised with with the Catholicism, and because that was all that there was in Europe at the time was Catholicism, was uh, because of World War One, because of all of the shit he saw in World War One, the shit everyone saw. You know, that was, I, I still think to this day that World War One was the most barbaric war that has ever been fought. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. It was I, the clashing of two different time periods. You had it, old world yeah. styles of fighting war with modern day technology. Yep. It's like, what I are mean, you going to, what, what's going to happen when thousands of men walk into machine gun fire? That's going to fuck you up seeing that. Yeah, literally oh, yeah. one day men popped out from trenches to to try to advance and they were met by semi-auto rifles and then no bullshit the very next day they popped out of the, the trench expecting the occasional single fire rifle and got hit with machine guns within a day this technology yeah. happened like, that well, would imagine terrifying imagine you get used to that right the fucking machine gun fire and artillery and then all of a sudden some gigantic steel beast is crawling across the battlefield at you blazing cannons and shit what yeah. the fuck and you're praying it, it just magically breaks down. Yeah. And then on top yeah. of that, you got some crazy German guy that's all jacked up on fucking mescaline running across the no man's land with just sarin gas strapped to him, just fucking burning everywhere. Like, it was... And you guys think I'm making Wild that time. up? No. Up. No. No. They would I know. literally take leather straps and strap gas canisters to Krauts, get him messed up on meth, and just be like, for the motherland, go. Can you can you say Krauts these days? I just did. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, I don't know that. I, I don't. Is that? Is that PC I don't Brown? feel like that's a slur because I'm not talking about the German people. I'm talking about sure. them. Uh, sure. All right. You know what? No. I'll, I'll, we'll take off the table. You Some know what? No. Crazy no, German some, meth. Some meth. I kind of Germans. Want, I, I kind of want to know at the time because I mean, I, I'll Austrians be honest. There's a hundred words that there's there's a hundred there's a hundred words in this world that walk in. You can say it and then. A year later, you can't say it, and then a year later, you can say it again. Well, for reciprocity, let's not. Respect. Okay. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's 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 yeah. tough being PC, but we'll do our best. Yeah, I mean, we're Sometimes. not out here to to offend. No, no, I don't said, think anybody. I don't think anybody in the in the world thinks that we're out here to offend. Uh, and if yeah. they do, then they clearly haven't met any, any of us. Which we let's let's be honest, we're all introverts. We don't meet people ever. What? <laughs> Speak for yourself, what? nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we, we meet thousands of people a day, They're let's hurt. be honest. Uh, but, yeah, no, we're not out to offend anybody purposely, but... Just the French. Ju- yeah, well, they're not real people. 
So, anybody that matters. <laughs> that was two of them. That was two back to back. Pow, pow. <laughs> Again, love the French. Love baguettes. I just want to point that out there. Actually, I do love pan chocolats, which are the chocolate croissants. Ah. Uh, Anyway. All right, Himmler. Fun times. Ba- Himmler. <laughs> Let's go from talking about chocolate croissants to Himmler. Let's do it. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, no, he was absolutely, but yeah, he was completely disenfranchised because of World War One. He had seen exactly what you were saying. Guys running at him, strapped up with with with, uh, with gases, and I think at the time it was, mu- was it sarin or was it mustard at the time? Mustard. I mustard. mustard. Yeah, I spoke prematurely on that. It was mustard at the time. No worries. Uh, uh, mustard gas, which... For those who don't know how it works, there's there's a at, at that time it was black magic because mustard gas doesn't always immediately have an effect. You can get yeah. it on your skin and walk around. It, it has a latency period sometimes that can last up to 24 hours. And so imagine this thing goes off, and if you get enough on it, obviously it's an instantaneous reaction. Um, but if you don't. It can, you know, a day later, you can all of a sudden start showing symptoms, which is giant boils. You know, you're in immense pain. You can't breathe. If you inhale it, you're going to die from boils literally growing inside your throat. I know that's graphic, and I'm sorry. But that's what these guys witnessed. And that's what that's what we're killing their buddies, their best friends, their, their brothers, you know? And, yeah, I'd probably bring in some pretty kooky stuff, too, after that. What'd you call that? Spooky kooky bullshit? Yeah, ooky spooky bullshit. Ooky spooky spooky bullshit. Yeah. No, 100%. And that's... Yeah, I mean, I've seen something similar to that. I've I've never seen anything remotely close to that in my time, and I still lost my my faith. I really did. So I I could only imagine the the complete disconnect between between faith in that situation and and where he ended up going. Absolutely. And so... Just dealing with pure carnage. It's got to fuck you up. Some guy tells me, hey, man, by the way, you're descendant of Thor. Here's some goodness to hang on to. You want to hang on to that? It's not your fault we lost. Do you want to hang on to that? I see how it's appetizing for a lot of people. Uh, you know? Yes, please, I would. Yes. Yeah, yes, please. Oh, by the way, all the Jews, we hate them. I'm sorry, what? Uh, but, um, which was actually kind of funny because a lot of people actually really didn't. Um, but obviously the higher-ups in the hierarchy did. Uh have that anti-Semitism. Yeah, oh yeah, there was actually a lot of anti-Semitism. Uh, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of German um, uh, resistances popped up during this time. Actually, a lot of people were not on board of. with what was happening. Well, a lot and that's of when we got one veterans that were Jewish that had like iron crosses. We're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. And then that the, then came Himmler's Waffen SS. Oh god. To squash all that. The Gustafel? Stutstaffel. SS. Stutstaffel. Stutstaffel. Actually, it's like Protection Force or some shit like that. I never Mm -hmm. knew what that meant. I know the Waffen meant it was for the war. Or or, their combat. Waffen's weapon. War, man. Weapon? Yeah. No, Gewehr is what Waffen is like, war, yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. Either way. Yeah, the Waffen SS. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Just bonkers. So I'm interested in. Rich talking about this whole Spear of Destiny connection, because I've never heard oh, that before yeah. until we were talking about it earlier. That's a new one for me. So, so again, this is... That, I'm totally in. The this Spear of Destiny. The possibly for Destiny. some people out there, just outside the realm of possibility. So take it how you will. Um, with that said, some of this is actually documented, can be verified. Like the fact that Hitler actually had quote-unquote the Spear of Destiny as it was known to be um, that happened. That it's a museum in Vienna, Vienna right now. Uh, yes. The one um, that he it had. was originally in a museum, and I want to say Prague is where he somewhere. I, I God, man, it's, everything is just. It was a spoil of right war. Now. Like he sent teams out to go find this shit, basically. Like yes, and actually, it was one of the first things he did because the the lore behind the Spear of Destiny, and, and again, the Spear of Destiny is actually so when Jesus was on the cross. Uh, one of the Roman soldiers took a spear and stabbed Jesus in the side, and it wasn't to, you know, just like, hey, hey, fuck you. It was, uh, it was supposed to be actually to help him die faster. It was, it was in a brief moment of mercy yeah, by one of the sympathy. Roman soldiers. Um, 
Now, there was some speculation as to whether the actual spearhead itself was the Spear of Destiny or if it was the shaft of the spear, but come to find out it was actually just the shaft of the spear. The wooden spear was the Spear of Destiny without the spearhead on it. The, the legend behind the Spear of Destiny was he whoever holds it and figures out the secrets of the spear can unlock unlimited power. And there was a caveat, because there's always a caveat to these. There's always a flip side. The flip side was if you ever lost possession of it, then you would die. Yep. That was it. You were done. That, that sealed your death. Poison pill cure, huh. or not cure, uh, poison pill, fucking, like, cl- I don't know, claws or whatever. Can't think Something of Something like that, yeah. yeah. And um, he, so one of the first things that Hitler did when they started their initial invasion was he obtained the Spear of Destiny. Um, after he obtained the Spear of Destiny, I mean, they basically ran shit for a while. But there's no denying that the Germans were really giving it to every front they had. They, they were mass genocides, uh, war on multiple fronts, which is usually unheard of. They were, until really Russia fucked them up, and as we might get into later, I'm not really sure, but brief part, until they started, one, they needed more fuel, so their, mm-hmm. their supply lines were not very great. Two, they were on two fronts at the same time. One of those just happened to be on the eastern front in the winter with Russia. You don't fucking yeah. do that. Tracked vehicles uh, in the mud in Eastern oh, yeah. Europe don't really work so good. Does you not. mean you don't fight Russia in the winter? Mm, what a lesson. As uh, Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon could have fucking told him that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, the third part was the fact that at this point, Hitler was, he had so many people that were, and I'm not making this up, just off on their own kind of like search for magical power that everybody was just spread out. There was very little communication between everyone. And he started getting to the point, Hitler did, where he was just like, look, the only person that can do magic anymore is me. So he was trying to get all of his generals back, but at that point they were kind of losing, so they were like, no, fuck this, we're not coming back. So anyway, uh, Hitler had the Spear of Destiny in his possession, and that's when things were going well for him. It wasn't until um, May 1st, what was it? Ni- what year was it? 1944 when he 45. killed himself? 45? 45 yeah. is when he offered himself. Yeah, no, it was May 1st. Um, but on May 1st, supposedly, General Patton actually ended up securing the Spear of Destiny and that just so happens to also be the same day that Hitler died in the bunker. Um, if you really want to huh. get into some more interesting information about this, uh, later on, Patton actually, we have no idea if he ever used the spear or any of this other stuff, but eventually Patton decided that that spear, in the words of Indiana Jones, needs to be in a museum. So <laughs> he took it and put it into a museum. That night I believe actually he was leaving in a car with some with just a few people and they got into a relatively minor car accident um, and I say relatively minor because the only person that actually obtained any injuries in this car accident was Patton and he died well Damn, it was like it was like a head-on collision he was in the back seat driver yeah. was fine just, he died I just want to point out a suspicious head-on collision but go on yeah yeah. very very suspicious but that's just the thing man it's like so that really right there is about that it feeds into the legend yeah of the Spear of Destiny, and it also, it fits right in line with the occult practices that the Nazis were using at that time. Mm. Yeah. I and then Indiana Jones got it from the museum? Is that, is that when No, he, he never went after the Spear of Destiny. Actually, apparently, the Spear of the Destiny of had more power than the Ark of the Covenant. Really? And the Holy Grail. It, it was apparently the most really? powerful, it's apparently the most powerful theologian, Christian, uh, I don't want to say entity, but... Symbol. Symbol that exists. There's a word. There's a word yeah. for that. I, I know there's a word. It's just it's, it's a lot of things are escaping me right now. But um, and again, this is this is very crash course uh, tonight. So again, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't take this as law. You know, <laughs> definitely but, don't cite us in your research paper, all you PhD <laughs> students who listen to us. Uh, <laughs> but Rich, Rich said the spear of destiny <laughs> was the most powerful. I Actually, you know to... what? If there is anybody out there that does listen to us and wants to put this in a book report, as long as you cite us, we're good. You know what? I'm into that. I, yeah, would, be, I would be honored that you bomb the shit out of your paper <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just because you want to use us as a source. And you know what? Give, let your teacher give us a call, and then we're going to berate her as to why she allowed, what mistakes she made to let you do this. So to think that this was okay. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> That's the American dream right there, right? Someone else. We do fault. love teachers. I, I will say, by the way, while you were you were talking, I wanted to I was curious about the kraut. Uh we're good. hundred <laughs> oh, yeah, percent Germans bro. Germans do not care. They're, every, every German I, I mean, come on. everything I've seen, they're like, Yeah, 
I mean, is it technically used to be offensive? Sure, but it's like calling the French a frog. Because, you yeah. know, they used to call them so the wait, frogs wait, back wait, in the yeah. day. Or, like, or we used to call them hamburgers. We used to call the Americans hamburgers. So you're like, I mean, yeah, it's it's a thing. It was then. He's like, but now we would just kind of look at you and walk you to a... To a uh, what, what did the guy see? Was like, we would just walk you to an antique shop and drop you off there. <laughs> I've had a hamburger. I've had a hamburger in China, though. So I think if someone walked up and like, you you hamburger, I'm like... Fucking get out and explore the world, bro. They're I, everywhere. Yeah, I like Five Guys and <laughs> just, and hamburgers. We're talking I about the burgers, say, right, Devin? The most sure. Uh, the <laughs> mo- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make this this second part of this story even worse. The most expensive oh, Five Guys I ever purchased <laughs> <laughs> was in Fran- France, in Paris, France. I spent 40 American dollars for a hamburger. Oh, shit. That's a true story. Oh, man. I'm glad I phrased it that way. I'm glad you phrased it that way. We're having oh, fun. God. The yeah. laughs. I just yeah. want to know, okay, so how come, this might be, this is just for general curiosity, how come the spirit of destiny is more powerful than the Holy Grail, even though doesn't the Holy Grail grant you eternal life if you drink from it, or is that eternal youth, or is that a little bit of both? Oh, it's eternal youth, I believe. Um, could be eternal life. I think it's it's really the uh, trans. It's, it's the translation is kind of you know, it's a little loose as far as that. A little loosey goosey. Um, but the the difference with that and the uh, the spear of destiny is this was so the the holy grail was a supposedly a chalice that Jesus used. He just happened to use it. The Ark of the Covenant was the storage for the Ten Commandments. So, spoken word transcribed to Moses was sealed in these because no one else was actually able to to place their eyes on them. Um, they weren't they weren't able to handle it. The difference with the uh, between those two things is we're talking about something that holds water, something that holds commandments versus the thing that killed it's Jesus. Stabbed. The, yeah, it's dead. Because I mean, if you if you break it down, the the crucifixion is not what killed him. Um, it was no, the spear. It was torture. It was, yeah, the torture, hanging there for hours, and then finally the one Roman soldier was just like, nah, we fucked up, and then just hit him with the spear um, just, just to end it. it. It had been going on for way too long in his eyes. Um, sure. So that to me, that would be the difference right there. That's why that would have significant more power. Like with that said, also another one that's up there is the uh, Shroud of Turin, which was the actual fabric sheet placed over Jesus' face that still had his blood imprint on it. The reason that that is such a strong, um, uh, again, I, I can't yeah. think of the word, but a strong relic, relic thing, relic, relic, relic. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Like strong relic. Tyler, Tyler pulled it up on it the first time too. All right, good for yes, you. Yes, because okay. it literally contains the blood of Jesus right after he died. So again, but then again, that's also just technically a container. Okay. Hmm. Oh. So were were you guys were you guys paying attention when? It was in our lifetime. I want to say it was in the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, where they thought they found the shroud. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Well, wow. I, I, is it the shroud that they found, or was... I thought they did, yeah, where it can only be... Yeah. The pictures can only be taken, or whenever they, they develop the photo, it can only be come out, or... God damn it, man. When they take the picture of the shroud uh-huh. of turn, the photo uh-huh. can only be developed negatively. Is that the one, or is that the... Yes. Uh, Yes. No, I'm pretty okay. sure. And, and when they do, you can see the face. I can, on yeah, it. So I can it's just the, inverted. Yeah. So instead of it right being now. like a like a crusted bloody face on a white sheet, it's a black sheet with a white face on it. Right. It could be. Yeah. No, I just remember seeing well, that on the that. on the news one day, and because you know back then I was really superly reli- religious. Um, no, 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 no. That was the cloth that Mary Magdalene used. When she used her dress to wipe the blood off Jesus' face, that's that's what I'm thinking about. Oh, is that what you're thinking of? No, yes. no, you're right. Shroud of Turin. Oh, okay, that was a shroud of Turin. So yeah, okay, no, I got it pulled up there. on the old Google webs here. Yeah, the image uh, on the shroud is much clearer in black and white negative. First observed in 1898. 1898. Woof. 1988 radiocarbon dating established the shroud was from the Middle Ages, between 1260 and 1390. That's wild, dude. That's insane. That's yeah. absolutely insane. And that happened in in our life. The the shroud, no, the shroud of. It got restored in two thousand two. Wow. So that's probably what we remember is 
the restoration of the shroud. I could believe yeah, that. Yeah, because that was in our lifetime right there. Yeah. Yeah, 98. Obviously well, not. I was six. Year. Why do I remember that? I was six years old. No, 2002 was the big one when they restored it or tried to restore it. Okay, I was still 10. Like, I was really into Pokemon at that time. Weren't we all? And, yeah, I mean, you're we? not still? I mean, you know me. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, man, get yourself a DS when you deploy, because even if you don't have the best Wi-Fi signal, like, uh, DSs, they use uh, the infrared between their devices, so you can uh, have Pokemon battles in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I mean in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, man. That'll Like, hey, save a fucking life. Like, if you're bored out in the middle of the fucking field, get your Pokemon battle on. I mean, all right, I'll do what I can. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what? You're not wrong because I have I have noticed that whenever a bunch of dudes are locked away somewhere where they don't have access to the internet, things get crazy. And I don't mean oh, like, yeah. I don't mean like, you know, we're running around with our shirts off, dancing. Okay, maybe. Okay, actually, I do kind of mean that a little bit. But no, I mean more of like you start arguing about the dumbest stuff. Oh, yeah. The dumbest stuff. I went toe-to-toe with a guy for probably like three hours. Uh, for, about, for probably about three hours the, over, what was it? Oh, uh, is gravy better than marinara? Is gravy more versatile than marinara? Yes. Gravy is marinara. Just a different dialect. Oh, don't you, don't you go. Okay, first off, structure. those are two separate entities. I'm not going to go down this road because I'm not going to waste everyone else's time here. Well, but as a southern gentleman, I prefer gravy. <laughs> as, a, as a man of the south, I prefer gravy. I will take my gravy. Even as a guy raised in New England, gravy. <sighs> yeah, I, there we had three guys from uh, New York. Get some gravy now. And they mm. wanted to go toe-to-toe. They, they were like, gravy's trash. And I was like, all right, we're going to fight right here, out here, <laughs> just over over the name of gravy. But um, absolutely. So I, I would like to get back on track mainly yes because we're, we're kind of we've been talking for a while but at the same time like i'm okay with this one being a little bit longer because this is this is interesting stuff this has been a, a good conversation and uh i know kyler briefly mentioned a uh the nazis going into tibet i that that was something i found interesting but i didn't really look into that more um so i would definitely like to hear more about that yeah so i, I kind of alluded to it earlier uh 1938 to 39 there was an expedition carried out by Ernst Schaefer. He was an SS Ernst. officer, and he was a zoologist. So, like, it, the main motivation behind this was, one, to, like, uncover the roots of, like, the Aryan race, basically. Because prior to that time, everybody was like, oh, the Aryan race originated in Indo-Europe. So, like, the border between Europe and India, which is not a place you would commonly think of, right, for people that fit the Aryan description, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this guy spent a little over a year and a half, him and uh, I think five or six other SS officers um, at Himmler's basically request, traveling through Indo-Europe, um, just f- photographing everything they could find. They, they brought back a, <clears throat> a bunch of plants and animal species, and um, they supposedly found some text that actually like accredited to the birth of, like, the Aryan race in that region. Um, but I just thought it was interesting because Tibet, of all places, like, who else went to Tibet, right? Madame Blavatsky. Right. Now, oh, these are documents that they ordered to have sealed so no one else could see them? I'm pretty sure on the way back, like, they were kept sealed on the way back, and I don't really know what happened after that. Like I said, I just kind of, I, I saw it pop up somewhere, and it made me think of... Uh, fuck was that movie um Chow Young Fat where he's a monk in Tibet in the beginning of it Bulletproof Monk yes oh yes. yes who's he fighting in the beginning and the whole movie the fucking Nazis good point yes yeah I don't know it, it's I mean, just Indiana I thought it was Jones weird because this was like the Nazis. yeah the Indiana Jones but yeah it was just kind of a kind of a weird thing um let's see yeah, so I guess after the war, uh, this Schaefer guy was actually grilled by U.S. intelligence about what he found over there. And um, he actually was planning on going back to Tibet for another expedition, but the war escalated to the point where y- you couldn't travel. Like, sure. uh, China and Japan were fighting it out, so you couldn't get in from the east. Most of the western area, I mean, Russia was pushing through. You couldn't, you couldn't make it back over there. No. Um, 
Yeah, no, so the whole goal, like I said, was to kind of trace the route of the Aryan race to Indochina, not Indochina, uh, Indo-Europe. Uh, but they ended up, like I said, this guy was a zoologist, so he ended up coming back with a lot of animals and plants and live specimens and stuff just for weird stuff that people hadn't seen before. Um, yeah. Huh. Can, cool. you, can, you imagine, can you imagine being a zoologist and, being, and, and, and you know, your leader... Your leaders going yeah. up there, you know, being like, "Hey, we need you to go to Tibet." Like, okay, cool. Why? We think the the origin of the human species is there. Well, and they were also going to like, in addition to the plants and animals, they were looking for um, a wide variety of plant genetics, like you know, ways to make like super crops and shit. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of barley's and wheats and oats were brought back. Um, it's fucking because because really this weird. time. It, you, what, what's, what boggles my mind is we know so much about DNA today, and it's such a widespread knowledge. Back then, country folk still thought that, that you know, DNA wasn't a thing for country folk. That They just thought that things succeeded and died based on the will of God, you know? Yeah. Which, if, if you take out a lot of the modern science that we take for granted today, like a lot of the stuff that we know is concrete and real, you can understand how so many people were susceptible to these thoughts and ideals, how they thought... Hey, this this one crop from Tibet's can be so much better than what we have here, and it, you know because it was blessed by the by the old gods or the elders and things. And people would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense," you know. And that's oh, to be alive back then would be such a culture shock. Oh yeah, it really would. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't honestly think I'd make it. I feel like you know just being in the the generation that I am, you know, living in what I live in, I would, I would be soft as shit. Or you threw me back in the day. Oh, oh yeah, we, we would all die because first and foremost, we don't know how to how to grow our own food. I mean, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna say that. I know the 1940s wasn't like the invention, the advent of the wheel, and you know people weren't starving back then. But it, at the time, it was it was pretty basic knowledge. Like if you didn't know how to saddle and ride a horse, and you didn't know how to do like these basic these basic things, you know, what what good were you for for being working class kind of stuff? You know. Very Which true. all of us are working class. I don't know what the aristocracy would have looked like back then. I don't know what the aristocracy looks like these days. I, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. But or their way of life, excuse me, their day to day, if you will. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I yeah. think on that wonderful note, we're going to go ahead and wrap <coughs> this segment up. Um, again, this was more of like a fireside chat than anything else. So, yeah, uh, just we, we just kind of want to bring some stuff out that you know maybe people didn't really know about. But I really, what I would like to do with this one is uh, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. Yeah, Bomb Techs and Beer Bellies. Yep. And if you heard something that we touched on that you really want to know some more about, or if there's something that you feel like we did not actually cover in this episode, please, you know, like drop us a line. Let us know. We're, uh, like we said at the very first episode of this podcast, we are open for ideas and suggestions. We're here to talk about what you guys want to know about. So, again, if you want to have us touch on anything, hit us up. Let us know. Um... We have a few people that, like I said, have asked for conspiracies. So that's definitely coming in our next episode. That one's going to be... Oh, yes. That one's going to be oh, yeah. fun. It's, yeah, it's going to get a little wild. But also, you know, guys, just wear your masks. You know, stay six feet apart from each other. Wash your hands. Stay true to you. Um, 2020 is almost over. 2021 is going to bring in new things. I mean, whether it feels like it or not, it, it's going to be an, it's, it's going to be something new. And that's what we need it to look is. forward to. I think so. For sure. You guys have any you plugs for anything interesting that uh, you should have people check out to kind of boost their mood right now? You know what? I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell everyone here my guilty pleasure. I love watching farm videos. They make me happy. Mm, the guys yeah. out there, you they don't. Nerds. I, I, it's true. It's true. We we farm are nerds. Simulator nerds over here. We do play Farm Simulator. We do. It's oh, our yeah. therapy. It's. I'm not even gonna lie to you that I haven't I'm been able to play it so long. But um. If, if you're looking for just like good wholesome TV that without ads, go to YouTube, start watching guys like Sunny Farms or Millennial Farmer and things like that. And the reason I say that is because they keep politics out of it. They keep the constant state of the world out of it. They don't really care about all that. The only thing they care about Respect. is like what's going on there. And honestly, a lot of the guys are kind of funny. It's kind of interesting. And it's just good veg worthy TV. That's nice. for me. Yeah. My, uh, I, my guilty pleasure right now is... <laughs> I check Facebook like once a day, just get the long family and shit. Nah, man, the the page the dodo, 
on Facebook. Yeah. Oh the my dildo? god, it gets me every day, dude. It's all just like heartwarming videos about like animals being found, like in dire straits and being nursed back to health. Oh, it, it gets me every day. Oh, <laughs> that's that's right up there with Reddit's are uh, wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that that always gets me. If you're ever having a really bad down day, just go do that. Yeah. Like ten minutes. And then you're gonna plug R that made me smile on Reddit because uh, it makes me smile. It does. There you go. I'm with you on that. All right, guys. That was, as always, it's a pleasure getting to chat with you. And um, actually, I know Devin and I are gonna get to see each other next month, pretty soon Woo! coming up, and I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, you Sounds guys, bitches. you have a fantastic week. And thank you for stopping by. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Boys. bye. <laughs>